friends, family, and the infinite energy seekers. Welcome back to the Infinite Energy Podcast. Today, we're talking about the energy of and. That's right. And we have a guest here in the studio with us. For those of you watching on video, you can see we have an ampersand prop right in the middle of us. So today we are literally Kay and Shy, and we are literally excited to jump in this topic. So stay tuned for the Infinite Energy Podcast right now. Hi, we're sisters Kay and Shy, and we're the hosts of the Infinite Energy Podcast. We believe that everyone has the power to live a more energized, optimistic, and fulfilling life. In every episode, we share tips and techniques for harnessing your own power and creating the life you deserve. Get ready to ignite and discover the limitless power of Infinite, Infinite Energy. Either or or maybe, and that's what we are talking about in today's episode of the Infinite Energy Podcast with Kay and Shy. Hello. <laughs> we are so glad that you are fireside here with us today and joining us on the Infinite Energy Podcast. Today's topic is one that we are especially infinitely excited about and energized about because as we've sort of discovered, the answer to a lot of our questions has been literally sitting in between us. And it is that and that little symbol. And when, what we also realize as we think about the Infinite Energy podcast is that this ampersand symbol, when you turn it on its side, actually includes the infinity symbol. And if you can just, if you are listening, think about the ampersand and then turn it on its side, you'll see the infinity symbol is included. And so we couldn't help but realize this was definitely cosmic alignment and reason for further investigation. Well, as we start talking about the power of and, we realize the presence of infinite energy. Now, we have been very inspired by the author David Goggins. Many of you have heard of recap his material. We just recently read his second book. It is spectacular. Would recommend, especially the audiobook versions are so good. But in his second book, David Goggins talks about the idea of using pain as a source of energy. And he actually talks about it as, as getting hungry for scraps, right? He's like, I just, I'll take energy from wherever I can get it. And I know that I can get it through the pain of growth. And so he seeks this energy of growth inside pain and this idea that energy can be gathered from sleep and from exercise and from the, lo the love of people around you and from pain and from your critics and from the people who want to hold you down. Now we're starting to get into maybe this idea of an infinite energy source through the power of and. I love bringing this forward and starting to unpack and unlayer as we think about it, because there is so much there that we realize can be so helpful in, in its symbolism, in its practicality, and in its ability to allow you to get creative, to think of an additional solution or approach or connection or something that can help you in a moment of challenge or in a moment of triumph or, right, like, and is the answer 
closer to or, which allows so many more ors to unfold for you. And when we think about it as a punctuation, right, it's the it's the literal energy inside of a sentence structure that adds and builds more onto it, right? It means that the sentence keeps going. It means that the creation keeps happening. It means that the motion is still there. Other, other punctuations serve different things, right? Our period is the end of it. The comma is a breath. Our semicolon is a combination, uh, right? A stopping point, a, a, a turning point. So we have all of these, an exclamation, right? The millennial's favorite uh, uh, punctuation piece, that exclamation mark indicating excitement. The and indicates continuation, possibility, and energy for more. And that's what's so exciting about it. And it's just so fun to look at. It really is. It's a beautiful symbol in and of itself uh, and is a really great way to begin incorporating more flexibility into our lives and into our decision making. And I'm really glad, Shai, that you brought up this idea of or because or can be so limiting. You know, it makes me think of the improv uh, exercise that is commonly known uh, as yes and, right? And if you're not familiar with yes and and in improv situations, usually comedy groups and classes, There's a game that they play where you start making up a story and when it gets passed on to the next person in the group, they have to say yes and and continue to build onto the story from where it started. Now, this exercise is to help the improv group stay creatively flexible and to stay in the space of possibility. Because when we start saying no, but instead of yes and, or we start saying either or instead of yes and, we really limit our options. And what oftentimes when we apply this to real life, we don't realize is that we're doing this to our own darn selves when we try to make everything black or white. When we make decisions and we think it's this or that, or we think about our identities and we think I'm this or that, or we think that there has to be a level of sacrifice when it comes to desires or dreams or achievements. And look, we'll be the first to tell you prioritizing matters. And we know you've heard us speak on that subject before. So we're not saying go after everything at full throttle. You want to bring a level of discernment to that and, and get clear on what it is that you want to achieve first. But the power of and allows you to unlock possibility and unlock creativity so that you can explore options that might not appear at first, right? If we think, if we approach all of our decisions or our identities or our time and our tasks as an or, we often limit ourselves to something that could be more expansive, more enjoyable, and probably more beneficial for the situation overall. Okay, okay. Uh, We got to celebrate a quick triumph of this woman's right here. Now, Shyla has gotten incredibly good at negotiating us out of really tight financial situations. And sometimes it happens that you are in a contract or a situation with a vendor and maybe you've signed a 12-month contract with them, but they're not performing. You try to get out of it at the six-month point and they hold you to the, the second half of that contract. Now, Shyla, we recently had a situation where somebody else in your shoes may have said, well, they're giving me a black and white and I'm going to take the white or the black. But you brought the power of and the situation and ended up uh, giving us the and vantage. 
the and advantage indeed, but I got to tell you, it was uncomfortable, right? We've gone through now months of back and forth with this company. Very, you know, our legal team says this and the review is final on that. And we just kept anding. And what's another solution? And what about this, uh, you know, these facts from the last six months? And what about the intention here? And look, we know that these are humans interacting with humans and there's got to be a way that we can solve this on a human level, not about legal expert teams, but it took a lot of and advantage, right? And and a lot of that um, grit to get through it because it's very uncomfortable to do those things. But that's that power of and is, is even asking yourself, what else can I do, right? Is there is there another option? Is it either I default and I lose face and I go to collections or I hold up the contract and I only, I have to fulfill it for the next six months? Or is there another option in between, right? Because that's that and. If we think about it in that direction, we see everything is on a spectrum and we can find ourselves moving on that spectrum a lot easier if we're not only giving ourselves those very opposite ends to work with. So what Shyla did was figured out a creative option and a creative solution that ultimately ended up saving us about $25,000, you guys. This is a huge deal. But have we not been open to the power of possibility, it could have never happened. Now, this is what and affords us and affords us more opportunity for possibility. It doesn't mean that all of the possibilities will come true, but it does mean that you have the opportunity to continue putting your intention and your attention and your energy behind and options instead of either ors and stop restricting yourself when it comes to what the potential could be for your life. So if you're getting excited about the power of and and this little symbol right here, then you're probably doing the same thing we did, which goes, well, what is the origin of this? Right. And so we don't necessarily we don't have a definition, have a definition, but we have an origin story. So, so. is this the origin of the day? <laughs> There we go. Yes, it is the origin story of the day. Let's hear the history here. Its origins can be traced back to the first century AD in the Roman Empire. The symbol is derived from the Latin word et, which means and. The ampersand's design evolved from the combination of the letters E and T in cursive writing. In its early form, the symbol was called et ligatur. And so as it progressed through its history during the Middle Ages, the ampersand was widely used in Latin and Old English manuscripts. It gained prominence in English writing with the advent of the printing press in the 15th century. And the name ampersand is believed to have originated in the 19th century. It's a combination of the words and per se and, which means and by itself, which means and. And there you have the history of the symbol ampersand. In our next segment, we are going to take the power of and and bring it into your life and talk a little bit about how you can use it in order to help you get the most out of what you're looking to achieve in your life. Truth Talk, we're back after 31 days off social media, and this time it's been hard. It was way harder. We missed all of you. We missed scrolling. We missed all the highlights, but we're so happy to be back. We had two incredible adventures in the month of March. Now, the first one, we went out to Orlando, Florida to spend some time with our Maxwell Leadership family. 
48 hours after getting home, we were on the road with all five kids, two sisters, and one car for an incredible spring break week with our parents up in Brookings, Oregon. Now, all along, we have been planning exciting events coming up here in April. We can't wait to share with you now that we are back. So be here to follow along for all things K and Chai. And we saw so many of you tuning into the Infinite Energy podcast while we were away, and we are so glad that you did. To all of you who do listen to the Infinite Energy podcast, thank you for being a loyal listener. For those of you who haven't tuned in yet, we hope you'll find us on your favorite podcast platform. And we're so glad to be back with all of you here on social media. See you soon and stay tuned. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. Well, welcome back to segment two of the Infinite Energy podcast today, talking about the power of and and the infinite energy it unlocks in your life. And we're not the only ones who have stumbled across this power. And so we've got a few notable historical figures for you right now who have talked about kind of this same power, starting with Walt Whitman, the American poet. In his influential work, Leaves of Grass, he espoused the idea of and thinking through his celebration of the interconnectedness of all things. His poetry often emphasize the importance of embracing the world's complexities and contradictions. Ooh, embracing contradictions is definitely a theme amongst the philosophers and authors who have contemplated this idea of and. You know, Edward de Bono, a Maltese physician and philosopher, is also known for his work on creative thinking and the development of lateral thinking techniques. He is frequently advocated for and thinking as a way of exploring alternative solutions and ideas in a non-linear, more creative manner. So you guys don't just take this from us. There are professionals out there who are encouraging you to take on and thinking in order to expand your creativity. The celebrated American author F. Scott Fitzgerald once said, quote, the test of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposed ideas in the mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. Like if this quote doesn't speak to the power of and thinking, I'm not sure what does, right? It's that ability to consider possibilities, right? Because there's infinite numbers of them and being able to consider ones that oppose each other or ones that are different than what you've thought of or completely outside the norm allows you to be more creative and, and make more notable marks on history like these people we've said here right now. Similar to the idea we brought forward from David Goggins earlier, Carol Dweck, a renowned psychologist and researcher who is known for her work on the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset. Now, she encourages individuals to cultivate a mindset that embraces challenge 
effort and learning from failure rather than viewing intelligent and talent as fixed traits that come built biologically into a human being. Now, we love Carol Dweck's work and the power of and when it comes to a growth mindset is the idea that you can take on just about anything you set your mind to. Right. It's this idea that you can foster creativity, innovation, progress, advancement, leadership skills, right through this, through this and thinking through this style of considering multiple perspectives of, of broadening your own scopes and horizon. Because when we do that, we just allow for more things to come forward, both from our own minds and from the world environment at large from us. Uh, it, it is responding to us all of the time and in so many ways. And once we get attuned to that, it can really be something that's beautiful for you as an individual. And that's something that we've loved exploring is the addition of and into our identities, right? Being able to say, this is who I am. And this is also who I am. And this is another dimension of me. And this is something I don't want to develop and explore further. And this is something I'm going to let, let stay in my twenties or my teens and let yourself develop now an identity with the power of and becomes amplified in something that's dimensional and that's able for you to, to, to create in the way you want rather than something that's one dimensional and flat that says, I am this period. The end of that punctuation doesn't allow for the unlimited possibilities that you unlock with the power of Anne. Now, if you heard our episode on the energy of identity, then you know how important rooting down into identity is for character development and for shortcutting your path to habit development that is for what you want in your life. And when we think about identity, this is really that core, that basis of who you believe yourself to be. Now, there was a time in my life in particular where a an identity shift was barreling toward me. Now, in 2018, I gave birth to my daughter, Violet. So 2017, the identity of mom was barreling toward me at a rate that I could not even believe. And it was incredible. And I wanted to be a mother, but there was also an identity that was left on the table that I wanted to have as a part of my set before I became a mom. And this was the identity of a fit person, the identity of an athlete, the identity of someone who prioritizes physical health. And so when when my identity role shifted, when my role and my identity around from not mom to mom shifted, I also used that major break in my identity as an opportunity to also throw in there the and of mom and dedicated fitness person. And so the change in my schedule, I also found the way to be a, a fitness dedicated and focused person in that time. And that has served me so well for these last five years. But if I didn't have the power of and in the moment of this big identity shift, I would have lost out on something that I was yearning for deeply inside and that I'm so grateful that I have today. 
I think what you're reflecting there, Kay, is that is that mindset ability to stay open, to stay agile, to stay flexible, and to stay considering of those possibilities. And, and when you do that, I know that's so much more fulfilling for us as individuals. Of course, it's more profitable for organizations. It's more beneficial for teams. It's more enriching for environments of any kind of group. So that bringing forward that capacity to hold more contradiction and complex ideas into in our heads at once comes for that power of and. And so whether we're applying it to ourselves in our identity or applying it to our our people and our relationships around us or our environment, it can it can really be that infinite energy source, right? Because that's what this podcast is all about. Finding the infinite energy, energy can't be created or destroyed. So it's there. And I know, raise your hand if you want more of it. Right. Yes. <laughs> I would like more energy, please. And the energy feels good. Right. Especially when you're on purpose, when you're fulfilled, when when you're moving in a direction that's meaningful for you towards something that you really want. Right. Alongside people that you care about. That's energizing. And, and it fills you with so much more desire to do more with that. And and so if you're saying yes to all of those things, that means the power of and is right for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like, this is our infomercial. 1-800-POWER-BAND. <laughs> Well, I, when, as I think about that, just because we first we talked about the power of it for yourself, but obviously one of the biggest lessons for Kay and I has been finding the ampersand between us, finding a partnership that the energy could flow, the strengths could flow, the support could flow, the trust could flow and amplify so much more than what either one of us could have done on our own. That doesn't mean you have to go partner with your sibling. Please don't if you have a dysfunctional relationship. But this does mean you should look around in your relationships and see, is there places for collaboration, for for the insertion of an ampersand, maybe not a permanent one, but maybe one that could allow a little more energy to flow into your life and business. This idea of expanding our definitions using the power of and definitely benefits us beyond just our roles and identities. You know, in 2020, Shyla and I were hit with probably one of the most difficult financial times we've ever been through. As you know, the restaurant industry was on its head. We have said many of podcast about this topic. We will not tell the story here. But what you need to know is that it was very financially difficult. And in this time, we started focusing on abundance that wasn't only monetary, utilizing the power of and. You know, uh, if I took Shyla's kids for the evening, hey, that's babysitting she didn't have to pay to somebody else, right? If Shyla bought my coffee in the morning, hey, that was a coffee that I did not buy for myself. This is abundance in my life that isn't only monetary in this this idea of and when it came to us seeking around us, what was a resource beyond just money helped us in so many ways beyond just finding things to be grateful for because it opened our eyes into the expansive amount of resources that are around us. And when we often think about resources, especially for us who are capitalistically minded, hello, my fellow entrepreneurs, it can be really limiting when we think only of money as a resource, but with that power of and we start to see that there's so much more we can draw from. 
right? It's uh, it's like a magnifying glass. I like the holes in it are like your magnifying glass. I want to make it like a superhero mask. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> There's so many great ways that it can serve us, but it can be that magnifying glass for anything. Think about it. Think about these things that you try to attract to yourself. If you're like us, you've got words that resonate for you. You've got mantras that you say to yourself. You've got vision boards up that are telling you the kind of person you want to be, right? Some certain words for you are will will really energize you, right? And light you up. So if a word like abundance lights you up, what if we hold up the power of and to that and say, like Kay and I did, where are we, where can we magnify our understanding of the abundance already present in our lives? And how are we limiting ourselves by defining abundance only in financial terms, right? We're not allowing ourselves to see all of this other abundance, which tells the universe and signals to our brains that 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 kind of abundance doesn't count or it's not as worthy or it's not appreciated on that same level. So by opening up our awareness, holding up the power of and to our definition of abundance and and, um, plenty and prosperity, we were able to see so much more of it and be so much more grounded in the gratitude for it. Right. It's that it's that old Wayne Dyer adage. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that's so simple and yet so true. One of our proudest business accomplishments is what we've been able to do with Squeeze In Franchising. The Squeeze In is a breakfast lunch restaurant featuring the best omelets on the planet, and it's been around for almost 50 years. And now you can have a Squeeze In in your community. We've seen how this business transformed our families, and now we are so excited to offer this to families around the country to see how this little restaurant might change their family and their community. If you're wondering how to set up your adult children for legacy and success through a small business, then the Squeeze In is an option we urge you to consider. Come find out more about Squeeze In Franchising at squeezein.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash angel phoenix productions. All right, we're going to give you one of our most favorite practical uses of the word and. And if you've been with us for a while, you might recognize this, but if not, hold on because this is one of our best language hacks, especially when it comes to leading others. Now, the word and, as we've established, helps us to open up creativity and possibility. It can also do this inside conversation, especially when we replace it with the word but or replace but with the word and. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think about any time you hear the word but in a sentence. It it typically, most of us, it negates everything that was said before that conjunction, right? And then all we focus on is what comes after that. But rather than negating, most sentences can benefit from the simple replacement of the word but with the word and with no other changes And it makes the entire meaning of the sentence change, right? You're a great worker, but you're always late. You're a great worker and you're always late. They, both statements can be true. And the second one allows you then to open up a conversation about how to fix the issue. It's not a stopping point. You're a great worker, but you're always late. 
That leaves us on the assumption now that something bad has to happen. You're a great worker and you're always late. That leaves us on the assumption that something's about to say, let's make a correction to that so you can continue to be a great worker. So something that simple as a replacement, it's three letters for three letters can change everything in your communication style and the way that people receive your delivery. Let's take this out of the leadership scenario and into a personal scenario. Let's imagine that you ask your significant other, do I look good in these pants? And they say, oh, you look good in the pants, but does that you look good in the pants comment mean anything to you once the word but comes into play? No, it does not, because you know they're going to have a criticism on the other end of that sentence. And so we see how but can be difficult, right? We get this in parenting too. I love you so much, but if you would only do your homework, right? You're telling them that the I love you doesn't matter, right? Because that but is a negation. And so when we add the and in there, I love you so much and it will benefit you if you do your homework. You look great in those jeans and I think you might do better with a different top, right? We see how these this and allows the energy to keep flowing, not only for us, but for the person on the receiving end of the comment so that they don't shut down in the moment to what it is that we're bringing forward. Well, I love that you use the word flow there because that's really the signature to me that that comes from the, from the energy of and, right? And especially as, as you look at the symbol, at the amper sand symbol and you see that infinite energy symbol right inside there and you feel that flow that's what that that energy of and is all about is continuing the flow and allowing it to be in greater flow or in redirected flow at your will and discretion. Now, most of us give up our will and discretion to our patterns in our head and and pre-programming. But when we do get present and get in that driver's seat, right, we want to be able to have flow that feels energizing in a positive way for us and that's doing something that's meaningful for us. And so the, the, the actual symbol of the flow there to me is also symbolizing that ability to finesse a situation, to finesse your language, to finesse your options, to finesse your reality, your environment, your your relationship with uh, the people around you and with yourself. And, and, And so using that symbol as a literal reminder to flow that energy that's ever present inside of it, I think is a good one that all of us can anchor to as we're trying to invoke the energy of and. I'm so glad, Shai, that you brought forward the dimension of and as a symbol. So I just want to, I want to go ahead and take us into punctuation land. <laughs> I feel like this needs to have like a punctuation dun, 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 dun. land. Yeah, or like punctuation junction. Okay. No, yeah. no. no. station. Maybe punctuation station. All right. Shh. We're pulling into punctuation station. That was good train breaks right there. Thank you. Here we are. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about what a period does in punctuation, right? A period indicates finality. A period indicates the end of a sentence. An exclamation point does a very similar thing. It's the end of that particular communication, but it says it in a excited way, right? Ah, we get an exclamation point at the end. Let's talk about the dot, 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 right? We're going to leave them hanging with that little, what's that called? I can't remember. Ellipses. Oh, yeah. So we're going to leave them hanging, right? A parenthesis. We're going to do a little pause on something in the middle. But the and is the very symbol of inclusion. The ampersand symbolizes inclusion. What's next? The and. This, that, and this. This and that, right? It is a symbol that symbolizes inclusion. The other things symbolize ends or excitement or Query, 
right? But the symbol of inclusion, I mean, come on, that is so cool. It is so cool and so meaningful right on that social science perspective is that, you know, we got to get Professor Shy up in here. Okay, come on, come on. Here she is. Here she is. Well, just as we think about, right, what from a social science perspective, what is proven for people to get over their racial biases or their gender inequality or their sexism, those kinds of things it is that immersion with others, that inclusion with others, that experience with others, and all of those have that underlying theme of the energy of and, right? That energy of inclusion, that it will be the blacks and the whites eating at the counter, right? It will be men and women serving in the forces. It will be, I can't think of any others that I want to. <laughs> I was going to think like kids and adults, but I don't know, you know, working together. I don't know. It, no. You know, in current reality, it seems to be going that way. And I'm actually not sure if I'm on board with that. But regardless of those things, <laughs> the ampersand will get us to that inclusion, right? And so it symbolizing that inclusion. I think is something that's so beautiful and something we definitely invite you to explore more in your life. Yes, the power of and whether it comes to embracing it for the roles in your life, right? Not saying to yourself that you have to only be a mom or be a career person. You can be a, a mom and a career person. In fact, side note, we were recently on uh, Fox 11 here in Reno. You should go check out the interview. It's so cute. Tommy made his uh, his news debut. Yes, he my did. baby boy. Um, he was squealing uh, almost uh, a good portion of it. Um, wow. But he did a great job. We talked about the power of and, especially when it comes to this balance between uh, being a mom and having to work. Right. Because that idea of balance is kind of a precarious thing to picture. And we've talked about this before, but, you know, something that's balancing is having to constantly readjust to make sure it's staying on a very small center point where everything rests. That is a lot of pressure. I do not want balance in my life. What I want is harmony. And I bet that's what you want, too. And what does harmony do? It brings multiple sounds together to make them sound good. Well, gee, that sounds like the power of and inclusion. To me, right? Inclusion, harmonize. How do these pieces of my life fit together? We're invited to be on the news, but there's not baby childcare on the morning. Can we bring the baby on the interview? Yes. Yes, you can. And voila, the power of and in literal working terms right there. And was it perfect? Absolutely not. As you heard, Tommy screamed a little, he squirmed a little, and we all laughed and joked about it. And that's the power of and, because that power of and is still real and it's still uncomfortable and right. it's still hard, but it is so much more fulfilling and fun and energizing and exciting and opportunity filled than any other punctuation I can think of. You know, in the leadership and culture class we teach at the University of Nevada, Reno, out of our book, the author is like so perplexed with attempting to grasp culture that he actually puts a whole section into the book called Tolerating Complexity, where he's just kind of, I mean, it's, it's really funny because it's academia, but he's in an academic way kind of ranting about how we just all have to tolerate the fact that it's all going to be different and hard and hard to grasp and hard, hard to understand. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. It's full of contradictions. And, and that's just how it is. And so it's interesting that as we start to think about and, right, the idea of embracing, you know, pain as a source of energy and joy as a source of energy, as we think about embracing our roles as parents and professionals or and fitness enthusiasts and, uh, you know, people who have hobbies and interests and careers of our own. And when we start to bring all of these things into one big 
melting pot. It can get uncomfortable. It can require a level of tolerance of complexity, right? We've got to be able to tolerate the complexity of all of these different energies being thrown into this one pot. And so it's not that and is this easy breezy, lovey dovey, open it in the creative flow of your life will flow free forever. Like, no, the power of and means that we're embracing all of the parts of life in order to turn them and transmute them into energy that we can use infinitely for our greater good. If embracing the power of infinite energy is something that you've been enjoying, we hope that you are at least subscribed to this podcast and at most, please go review it, like it, share it with others. We want to help others unlock the energy of and and the infinite energy of possibilities in their lives. So thank you for being with us today. We love you. And as always, this episode comes at you with the most love from your sisters, Kay and Shai. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.